the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. It is Open Line Friday. On Fridays, you get to call with anything that is on your mind on our program. You can call right now. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. You can also email the show, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. On Open Line Friday, you can change the subject. We'll talk about a Bible question you have or something going on in the news that you want to respond to or just uh, any story that you got. You got a testimony about Christ you want to share? Today's a great day for that. Maybe you didn't get through earlier in the week and you had a thought. You can bring it back up today. That's how we do it on Open Line Friday. All right. The number again is 888-528-2557. Okay. So uh, big story of the day is, uh, you know, the uh, FBI Trump warrant coming out and everybody trying to figure out what all of that means. And, uh, you know, on our program, you know, maybe you have some thoughts about it in, you know, in different ways. On our program, we try to do something that's important. We want people to think and ask questions, okay? But let me give you a solution to whatever happens here ultimately. The solution with the different things that you might be concerned about in our country. The solution is to get out and vote, okay? Now, I'm not saying don't pray. Yes, we have to pray, and there's a lot of things that as believers we need to do. But voting matters. In our last primary here in California, what was the turnout? Do you know how many people went out and vote? In California, June 7th primary, 33 lousy percent statewide, only 28 percent in uh, Los Angeles. That's it. And that number is about the same for church people. Church people don't vote. You know, all the people who have political opinions that you're talking to, and maybe you have a lot of people at work you're talking to that political things about, or people at work or people at uh, your school or other places. You know, there's an awful lot of talk, but not a lot of actual voting. And it matters because you know what happens when people don't vote? What happens when people don't vote is that extremists or people who are really far to the left or really far to the right or people who aren't qualified, they tend to win because they get organized. And if you only have 28% of the electorate showing out, showing up, you have a really good chance of winning where you would not win if even 50%. We hardly ever even get 50%. In 2020 primaries, um, less than 50% of Californians even showed up um, in that election. That's with mail ballots, okay? And this that's what happened this time. Everybody had a ballot mailed to them. And I don't really like the mail ballot thing, but shoot, you have the mail ballot sent to your house and you're still not voting. So keep that in mind. If you're frustrated, if you're angry, if you're concerned, and there are reasons to be, not voting is how we get here. And this is a typical thing all throughout the country is we need to vote. Are you are you feeling like your vote doesn't count? Uh, do you feel even discouraged with all of that? I'll tell you what, if you've got, you know, when there's only a third of people voting, anything can change anywhere if people get organized and go out to vote. It really, really matters. You know, 
in L.A., Los Angeles, Los Angeles in November will very likely remove their district attorney uh, because voters are engaged. When voters are engaged, things change. You know, San Francisco Democrats removed their their district attorney a few weeks ago, Chesa Bodine, and some members of the school board. And what's interesting about that is the Democrats who voted to remove those guys are the same Democrats who previously voted for those guys. See, they weren't paying attention the first time they voted. They they got what they voted for. But you know what happens when we vote and we're not really paying attention, whichever party you're in, if you're just voting R's and D's, is that sometimes you vote for somebody who doesn't really represent what you think, or you vote for somebody who you are voting for them because they have an R or a D, and that's the the way that you lean. But you didn't really find out that, in this case, say in San Francisco, they weren't liberals. They were far-left progressives that didn't think they should prosecute crime and think that they should gather homeless drug addicts together and give them $700 a month and free drugs. And those people got removed by the same people who voted them in. But it shouldn't have been surprised. See, in L.A. is going to do the same thing, I think, because probably in Los Angeles, uh, many people who voted for Gascon the first time are going to remove him. So whatever conversation you're in, can I just share that with you? Make sure that you, you vote. Make sure that you vote. Do it and, and get out there and help people. Get, a, get to be a part of a get-out-the-vote campaign. And this starts soon, right? Because once again, the ballots will be mailed here in just a few weeks. That's how close we are to this election. And when you're watching the news, if you're frustrated, if you're thinking this needs to change, if you're looking at this from whatever angle you're looking at it, and you don't vote, that is your weapon. That is the place where you are called to lead, actually. You have been empowered this way. And if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, there might be, there might be cheating out there. I don't know if my vote counts. You vote anyway. And then you work to make things more transparent. You vote to get things changed so that we don't have those doubts. And there are ways to do that. There's been plenty of studies for how to do that. There are bipartisan studies that have been around for 15 years now, 17 years, ever since that Bush-Gore debacle in Florida, for how to fix our voting system so that people have more trust in it. It can be done, but it takes you and I to actually vote. And it takes us to actually be persuasive with other people who might vote and help people vote. Because you know what else happens is that one of the reasons that a lot of people don't vote is we forget or we get busy that day. And we say, well, I meant to vote, but uh, I didn't I didn't quite make it out there. Oh, was that today? Oh, I didn't quite make it today. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. That means we will talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. You can call right now, 888-528-2557. I'll change the subject just for you. All right. So, and uh, anyway, when we talk about political things on this show, one of the reasons we do it, really the reason we do it, is because we are representing Christ, and we want to be able to have better conversations whenever we're having these conversations, not just with each other, but with the people that we do life with with the people that we interact with, because we are representing Christ, which means we have to be truthful. We have to be able to listen. We have to be able to cordially have conversation. And I think on a lot of issues that we face, it's helpful to be persuasive. But ultimately, the reason is we're representing Christ way far and above our favorite political figure. Christ is on the throne. 
not whoever we might vote for in this upcoming election. That's why I I urge you to watch all the uh, cable news channels if you're kind of a news junkie or read the different uh, newspapers. And sometimes I hear from people like, why would you watch MSNBC or Fox or CNN when they're liberal or they're conservative? Why do you read these newspapers? Well, there's two reasons. One is you want to hear from all sides. I don't have to read it and agree with everything that I'm reading or hearing. We should be able to discern, right? I think that is a important important work for the believer to discern what is being said in this world, to do the work of discernment so we can get to the truth or at least get as close to it as we can. There's other things that I do that for just kind of for strategy. One of them is if I watch all the news channels. So I did this last night when uh, these stories break and this morning and people speculating about the reports about what might be in the um, FBI warrant and that warrant got released and I watch what people say. Here's here's a, one of the things that helps if you're reading everything or looking at all sides is sometimes you find out that they agree on certain things, the left and the right and everybody in between. Now, often if you if you watch a news broadcast on Fox and then you watch a news broadcast on MSNBC, you think you're living in two different countries. It's not even the same stories. You go, how in the world are is this the same day? And that is how devoted they are to who they believe their their audience is, okay? But sometimes you, you see agreement. So one of the things that they agree on, all the left and right, and lots of people left and right, is that they agree that whatever comes of this FBI raid on Donald Trump, that the FBI better have something solid. All right, so even people on the far left who today are saying, oh, hooray, we finally got Donald Trump, and people are, they always say that every single time, don't they? And then nothing happens. This time they're saying, because it's this raid, because it's something on a former president, because it's on somebody who might be uh, President Biden's opponent, because there are so many other elements here, they're saying the FBI better have something solid. And I would remind you that evidence is not proof, evidence is just evidence. And also, we try to be disciplined on what we know and what we don't. It's hard, and it's, you know, I've had many conversations today speculating all kinds of things. You know, I have questions. I have, one question I have just out of the box is, did Donald Trump personally package any of these documents? Like all this stuff, did he personally package these things? Does he even know? Because he's not in trouble probably at all if he didn't do it or he didn't specifically direct, hey, you put those uh, documents in the box. You know what I mean? And that's that's one of the things that's happening. You know, we keep hearing about over and over again. And this is one of the reasons if you're kind of on the left or you're not a Donald Trump fan, one of the things you need to hear today with all of these things. And if you listen regularly, I try to I try to be fair on both sides to how people are feeling, because I think that matters in our relationships with each other. But people on the right, a recent poll before all of this said 47 percent of the country distrusts the FBI. And a greater percentage distrusts them when it comes to Donald Trump. And there's reasons for that. There's rational reasons for that. The whole Russia thing being the Russian collusion story, probably being the most important one because that story was not true. And they knew it wasn't true. And it went to special counsel and Robert Mueller and all of that anyway. And then the Mueller report comes out and says, well, we didn't find collusion. It did say we found obstruction of justice. And all these counts of obstruction of justice. But the problem is, is that if the thing you're investigating is not true and the evidence says you shouldn't even be investigating it, actually, then it's really hard to make obstruction of justice charges stick 
if you're Donald Trump and you're going and you're his people and you're saying, hey, they're after us for something that we had nothing to do with, it's very political, you're probably not going to cooperate very well. And so nothing came of that. And so you have something that should not have happened happen. You have Donald Trump saying they are spying on my campaign and everybody said you're crazy. And then it turned out, well, maybe not exactly as Donald Trump said so, but they actually were in one way or another doing that. So when you wonder if people are, why people are questioning this, you know, one reason is, does Donald Trump really have anything? Oh, the other thing is the the New York thing. We kept hearing all this time, oh, the New York DA is going to prosecute Donald Trump. And then uh, they come in and they go, well, I guess we're not. And the New York Times looked into it and they said, well, they don't really have any evidence that Donald Trump personally had anything to do with the accounting practices in that organization. And that's that's a big deal, right? Now, maybe you could say, you could believe that he directed it. You could say all that stuff, but we're talking about proof. You have to have proof to convict people of crimes, not just accusations. And that is crit- critically important to each one of us, that there, we, if we're accused of crimes, it isn't just plain old evidence, and it isn't just a hunch that prosecutors have to have. They have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt to a jury most of the time that you did it with intent to do it. And what they found here, we'll talk about in a minute, and we'll also take your calls, 888-528-2557, There, This, you know, it is, whatever they're saying, they're, we don't, and we don't have the details, unfortunately, but whatever they're going to say to anybody, but particularly a former president in a political environment where it's a tinderbox in our country, it better be, this is what I'm saying, and I think this is what people on the left and right say, this better be a moment like the moment when the Republicans discovered that there were Nixon tapes and there were 18 and a half missing minutes and that he deleted those 18 and a half or he had a crummy story, some crazy story about his secretary deleting them in a way that was impossible. At that moment, all the Republicans and everybody in the country said, oh, and George Herbert Walker Bush went to the Oval Office representing the Republican Party and said, hey, Dick, sorry to tell you this, but you're going to have to resign. And they were all on his side until that happened. That's the kind of thing that needs to happen with this. It really, you know, we need to see that. Because if it doesn't, then then something's going to have to be done. And when I say that, I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about voting the right people in who will actually do something, okay? Never, ever assume that I'm talking about violence. The dumbest thing that people do for their side is violence. It discredits your side. And when you live in a country where only 33% of the people are voting, um you know what, there's plenty of room to win at the ballot box if people actually get engaged. And you find that people on the left and right on certain things, like what's happening in the Bay Area and what's about to happen at least with the district attorney in Los Angeles, they tend to agree when things go too far. You're listening to Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. And uh, let's go to Mike in Calabasas. Welcome to Southern California Live. God for you being so non-biased. I mean, obviously, you have your beliefs and you have a right to that, but thank you for, for sharing on both sides of the coin. Well, thank you, I'm Mike. not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I, I, I like people that that have the same opinions that I, I look toward when the Bible and, and life in general. 
So uh, back to what you were saying about listening to both opinions real briefly. You know, we, we as Christians many times can't agree on everything in the Bible, let alone we won't agree with everything that one or another media outlet says. Right. Come on. <laughs> we so, can't, we can't I mean, agree I, on the color of the carpet in our church building. Right. But I think uh, maybe coming out of this pandemic, a lot of us have pent-up anxiety, mm. and we want to fight more, and this is an easy target. Yeah. Well, I think as believers, but, uh, Mike, we need to do our best to be truthful, and whatever our opinions are, as strong as they might be, and even as much as people might disagree, we've got to represent Christ first. And uh, it's the, the, the truth of Christ, because the, the truth is what sets us free, not our that's right. truth. That's right. That's ridiculous. That's right. You're absolutely right. Thank you, Mike, for your call. Appreciate that very, very much. The number is 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. So something in the Bible, something that is in the news today, something that has been on your mind. We do that on Fridays. We'll switch the subject, and then I'll switch back to the subject we were talking about. Let's go to Jackie in Compton. Jackie, how you doing today, Jackie? Oh, hi. Um, Yes, I was going to change the subject. I wanted to bring up, you were talking a couple days ago about a creed, something that you stand by in your life. And you've been, I love to show this week, talking a lot about our our faith in the Lord, the way we follow him. But I was thinking about mine and I actually knew I just couldn't call in that day. Yeah. Um, Mine is Luke 10, 27. All right. I shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy strength and thy neighbor as thyself. And the story behind that is, I always would, New Year's would come around and we do resolutions and I would always have one, well, I'm going to get in shape, I'm going to eat more healthy. And this year I was reading my Bible and I said, I'm going to pick something from the Bible. And every morning when I get up, I, I, rem- I know that verse and I think about it mm. and it's actually changed my life. It's, it's, it's so amazing how it changed my life because if you love the Lord with everything, you make different decisions and even minor stuff, yes. minor things. You make different decisions. And I'm seeing that the blessings in my life by doing that, but I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't go through problems because I do, but I just love God so much and it makes it makes me want to reach out to others too. Yeah. And well. and I just yeah, Jackie, that's a great life verse. Earlier in the week, uh, we, I was I asked the question for us: What are the things in our life that really help us focus on the Lord? Do you have anything? And I talked about things in my office. I have three signs in my office that help me. One of them was the the Nicene Creed, and I went through that. And I asked people to call if they had uh, a verse or something that helped them. And uh, Jackie, that's a great one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, yes. and love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. Thank you for letting me share. You're welcome, Jackie. Appreciate it. You have a great weekend. You too. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. The number is 888-528-2557. It is Open Line Friday. We will talk about anything you'd like to talk about. And I'll shift it back to the news events here in a second. You know that verse that she gave us? You know, it applies to everything we're doing. We were talking about why it's important to understand different sides, even in political things. One of the biggest reasons we're not getting along as a country in part is because we are so divided, we don't even listen to the other side. And that's what I was getting at today is that today you're going to have a lot of people who are questioning the FBI. And is there a reason for that? If you're saying, no, we shouldn't question the FBI, just listen at least to your 
to people who have a reason. And it's not just a fringe group of people. That's what I'm saying today. Now, I'm going to say it repeatedly. I am not saying that you should go out there and do anything bad to the FBI like that guy in Cincinnati did yesterday. It does no good. It's evil what that person did. And, you know, your rank and file regular people are doing tremendous good work. But there is legitimate question that people have, particularly in areas where Donald Trump is involved, about whether or not the top people at the Justice Department don't have a political game to play. And people are going to ask that question, and it's okay. Uh, Listen, there are some reasons. I'll go through some of that here in just a minute. Uh, And that's part of loving your neighbor as yourself, because we all like to be listened to, right? I want someone to hear my side of things if I'm having a discussion or I have, you know, some kind of opinion about something. I want them to, to hear me. And it's important that we understand that being heard doesn't mean being agreed with. Do you ever have that situation with somebody where they're saying, they keep saying, you're not hearing me, you're not hearing me, you're not hearing me. And really, you hear them just fine. You just don't agree I used to get that once in a while, you know, as a as a pastor, maybe you have that at your workplace. If you happen to be the boss, sometimes people say, well, I'm not being heard. Well, sometimes employees or church people aren't being heard by the leadership, and that's bad. They need to be heard. But sometimes you are being heard, and the answer is just no. <laughs> and, you know, that's part of it. You have to have a leader. Somebody has to say yes and no, and that person as a leader should be listening and should be weighing the facts and understanding, you know, the uh, ups and downs of each thing. But somebody's going to have to make a decision, and just because that decision goes differently than you would like doesn't mean it's wrong or doesn't mean that you weren't heard. It just means that they had to make a choice and go the other way. This is Southern California Live. It is Open Line Friday. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. On Open Line Friday, we'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. When we get back, I'll keep talking about uh, the warrant, the raid on the Trump compound, what the warrant means and doesn't mean, and what we know and don't know as best as we know at the moment. The number is 888-528-2557. You can call in for any reason. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition of SoCal Live continues. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. It is Open Line Friday. On Fridays, you can call or write about anything that you would like to discuss. It can be a Bible question. It can be something in the news. You can join our conversation or change the topic. The number is 888-528-2557. Earlier in the week, you know, you got to stay on topic. That's how we do. And I can steer us back to the original topic we're on. And uh, But I'll take your calls. We like that on Fridays. We get to hear a lot of different perspective and a lot of different questions and comments that people might have. We love your stories about what God is doing in your life, how you're growing. That was one of our great topics this week is how are we growing in our faith and do we know? Did you ask yourself that question? How often do you ask, am I actually growing in my faith? You know, from a Christian perspective, we should ask that all the time or or ask somebody else if we don't know, how am I growing? Because a great thing is when somebody else notices how we're growing. That means that our actions have changed, right? The way we treat each other, that growth just isn't growing in knowledge. Growth is when that knowledge or other work of the Holy Spirit is producing fruit that people can see, that people can taste, that people can be a part of. We'd love to hear that. You can call us at 888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. And you can email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. 
Uh, we'll get back to the uh, FBI stuff here in just a moment. Something that uh, I don't know if this is worth talking about, but it is amazing, kind of along the lines, the same reason that people are having trouble trusting their government or trusting the media. And if you didn't hear the first section, you know, one of the things that is the solution to all of this, all of it, is that we get out and vote and we don't. We say that all the time. I feel like maybe it's maybe we feel like it's a parent telling us to clean our room and we'll get around to it. But once again, 33 percent of Californians voted in the last primary. Primaries in some ways are more important than the general election because the primary you get to pick between somebody who might be the radical troublemaking candidate and the regular candidate who's going to do a good job. And if people don't vote, well, the the candidate who is probably the most radical might draw enough people with a small turnout to win. And then that's the only person you get to vote for um, when it comes to the general election. We need to be a part of things and to help people do that. That's the That's the solution. If you're angry or you're frustrated, if you're having difficulty get out there and vote, help people to vote, help people to be truly informed. And we want to do that in in this program. But the purpose of our program is not just to inform people. Hopefully we're finding some information and helping people understand what really is going on, because I think that that matters. But it is our faith and how we present ourselves to other people, particularly in relationships where we're making disciples, in relationships where you might be the only Bible that your coworker is reading. And if all they hear is ranting about one thing or another, politics or something, and if a lot of that stuff isn't true and you're just repeating talking points from the left or right, and then suddenly you have a spiritual conversation, you may not have the credibility you think you have or that you should have. And this has to matter the most. When I was talking about reasons why sometimes people don't trust, I'm watching this and I've never seen this. It's common, okay? It's a common thing that Congress will title a bill you know, something like we're going to save the Children Act, but then inside the bill is a whole bunch of other stuff. And so maybe there's something in there where you save the children, but really it's about giving money to whatever interest group. And then what happens is is you do that so that your side votes for it, but the other side votes no because they don't want all the other garbage. And then you say, well, you guys hate children. That's why you voted no. When the real reason is, is they don't like the rest of the stuff that's in the bill. So the, uh, the, the Inflation Reduction Act okay, is one of those bills where most people, even on the left and right, are saying it's not going to reduce inflation. But what's amazing to me, and I've never seen this that I can remember, what's amazing to me now is that the news media is not calling it that as they report it. Reuters just reported that the House passed uh, the this bill, but they don't call it in the headline. They don't call it the Inflation Reduction Act. They they say Democrats pass the $430 billion climate drug bill, is what they say. And I've been seeing this in other news. That they don't even pretend that it has anything to do with inflation because it has very little to do with inflation. It might lower. The argument is it will lower inflation if the 87,000 IRS agents are able to get a bunch more money out of uh, people who are supposed to be paying their taxes enough to pay for the bill, and therefore it would lower the deficit, which theoretically would lower inflation. Um, but that only happens over several years as they add all these agents. I think next next week we might talk about these agents and what it really means. 87,000 agents, that they're, no way they're just going after rich people. There aren't enough rich people for all of that. 
Uh, that's an interesting subject we can talk about another time. But see, this is the trust that we have to get back. And the way we get it back as the people, the way we do it is we vote in people who understand that. And if we're not voting, we're not getting those people. We're getting people who are beholden to, we used to say beholden the special interests. Now I think people just feel locked into their, what we're calling the base or other things. And uh, it is, it's a very... Uh, it's a very challenging uh, thing for us to fix. But if voters are involved, imagine if we had 75% voter turnout. That would be remarkable. Things would get fixed. You'd have people who are listening. You'd have people who are paying more attention to the voters. I think we'd have people who are better legislators, people who are accountable. And so with all this stuff, when we talk about politics or we talk about whatever it is, uh, that is the solution, the solution is not to have violent protests. There might be a reason to have a protest and get out there and do that. But as soon as you're violent, it, it takes away whatever the meaning was of the protest. It turns it into something else. And it discredits most of the time that movement. And that just shouldn't be it. Imagine if we really voted. And if you're saying, well, I vote and everybody I know votes. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, there are statistics. At the end of the day, we know how many people vote. And a third of Californians, only a third, voted. And the surveys that go out say even the church people, did you vote? And about a third. You know, Christians don't vote. And, you know, you might have a church that really uh, maybe even overdoes it on the politics and stuff, but you'd be surprised how many people in that church don't actually turn in their ballot. Because we don't get around to it. Oh, I forgot to mail it. I left it on my table. Uh, I got an absentee ballot, but I didn't take it with me on vacation. Oh, it was Tuesday, and I got busy, and I was hungry, and I went to lunch. And, uh, you know, that happens. Can I encourage you to not get tired of the get out and vote, but to actually do it? If you're angry, if you're frustrated by the things that are in the news, vote. Just vote. You have, and I would say spiritually, in the United States, you know, the Scripture is, is very clear that God puts leaders in place, okay? There are different forms of government uh, in the Bible, you know, authority, basically. There is authority in the home, that's the parents. There is authority in the uh, church, so there should be leaders in the church and church discipline, all of that done in a biblical way. And so you have family leadership, you have spiritual leadership, uh, and then you have government, that God puts in place. And government, all of those leadership roles are accountable to God, right? So government isn't there to just do whatever they want and to say, oh, it's God's will. They are accountable to doing what is good. They're accountable to God to do the good things. And so when we pray for our leaders, when we're called to pray for our leaders, we're not praying that they're successful in whatever partisan thing they want to do, because maybe what they want to do is bad. We're not praying for that. We pray that they do a good job, that they repent, that they seek the Lord, that they discover the Lord if they don't know him, that the decisions they make are right. You know, we need President Biden to make really good decisions with how we are relating with China, for example, with how we are relating with Russia and the Ukraine stuff. He's the president. He's the one who has to make the decisions. We need him to make good decisions there not politically motivated decisions. There's always a, you know, their politicians are always looking at the political angle, right? Uh, but I would say that the best political angle you have is to make the right decision because then things go better. You get reelected when you're a good leader more often than not.
Like that's the best way to get reelected because you're a good leader. You know, that's why a guy like Ronald Reagan gets 535 electoral votes, barely loses Minnesota, the home state of his opponent. See, because people said leader and people on all sides. I think we're still that country. I think we're just not seeing that kind of leadership the way we need at many different levels of government. It's open line Friday. You can call with anything that's on your mind. The number is 888-528-2557, When we When we're talking about this stuff with uh, President Trump, what they are accusing him of is serious. We should not believe it's not serious. Uh, it seems to me, and I'm just, I'm just speaking for myself, I really, if they're going to, you know, charge him with or indict him with espionage, uh, that is that is incredibly serious. And it, you know, it needs to be super clear to everybody for the sake of our country. It needs to be very clear cut and not just somewhere in a box was a piece of paper that he shouldn't have had. President uh, President Trump says, well, I uh, I made everything uh, unclassified before I left. And I've done some reading on that. And you know, hopefully, if he did that, hopefully he made things unclassified in a legal way. You know, it worries me that maybe he just said, oh, this stuff is unclassified. But you got to do the paperwork, right? It's like Michael Scott in the office who came out and said, I declare bankruptcy. Well, you can't just say you declare bankruptcy. You have to actually do the paperwork to actually do it. But some other things I've been reading is it says, well, if there's espionage or other things, it really doesn't matter if it's classified or not. Um, so that's interesting. It, if all of this is just process stuff, that's the other piece. I'm like, did, did the president – you're suggesting that President Trump, knowing that there are people who are against him, that there are people who have tried to get him on all kinds of different things, that he, he – somehow snuck out of the White House some kind of nuclear document, some kind of top-secret document that's not even supposed to be in the White House. He somehow snuck that out, and he's got it in Mar-a-Lago, and uh, the Secret Service haven't noticed it, and he just keeps it on his desk or something? Is that... Maybe. Maybe he's sloppy, but that's... uh, I don't know. There's just, just... My gut is telling me this, and you can tell me what you're... My gut is telling me... There's something here, but it's not a big deal here. I mean, like it's it's a big deal. Maybe it's a violation, um, but you know, I don't think he's uh, getting ready to uh, fax a bunch of uh, nuclear secrets to the Saudis. Okay, which that would be bad. Um, maybe he's building his own nuclear submarine. That would be awesome. He would be in lots of trouble. He should go to jail. But maybe he's got a nuclear submarine because he just wants to float around. Maybe he wants to punish Greenland because they didn't sell it to him. I'm just pretending, you know, that kind of don't call and say, he's not really doing that to Greenland. You're listening to Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. You can call for any reason. It is open line Friday. And anything on your mind, Bible question. I can, and I can take your emails also, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. I'm Scott Furrow. I will be back as the Friday edition of SoCal Live continues. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Welcome, everybody, to Southern California Live. Great to be here with you. I'm Scott Furrow. The number is 888-528-2557. It's open line Friday. That means you can call about anything that's on your mind. We'll talk about that. We've been talking about the news of the day and uh, the FBI raid. We haven't gotten a lot into it. We've done a couple other subjects because we will change the subject for you 
on Southern California Live's Open Phone Friday. And the number is 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. You ever read the Babylon Bee? You know what that is? It's a satirical I was going to say satirical newspaper. I don't think it's ever been a newspaper. You might be familiar with The Onion, which has been around for many years and used to be a printed newspaper. It's all satire. It's all online now today for, I think, obvious reasons. Babylon Bee is like a Christian, maybe Christian conservative version of uh, The Onion. And uh, I don't know, somebody sent me this story in it that says, uh, Angel outside of Trump's empty safe tells FBI agents, Behold, the document you seek is not here. They really get right on the line of different things in there, but it made me chuckle. So uh, thanks for sending that. Uh, it's such a weird thing, you know, if they, didn't, if they did not find something that ultimately brings a conviction, right, that there would be an indictment, there would be court, that if that's not there, that really isn't clear, um, one person that I follow on Twitter who's pretty smart, um, definitely not a Trump supporter, this guy. He does a lot of international politics. He said, and he's kind of joking but kind of telling the truth, he said either Trump is going to jail or he's going to be reelected president. And that might be right, that right there. A lot of people are saying, gosh, you know, if this – a lot of people are saying that if this isn't like very serious, then it really helps him. Because it proves his point. Hey, people are out to get me. There's there's politicized people at uh, the State Department, at the Department of Justice. And that's going to have to get fixed by somebody. 888-528-2557 is the number. Uh, Perry from Julian, welcome to Southern California Live. Perry, you with me? All right, Perry, I'll put you on hold. I'll come back to you in a second if you're still there. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. Um, the stuff that came out today is um, very serious if all of it is real. Not real, what I'm saying, but if the accusations are, are correct, um, then it's a big deal. But if they're not correct or if it's not really, really Trump, meaning that, Maybe there's documents in his possession in a stack of stuff that uh, they took that uh, he shouldn't have. But did he package it? Is it deliberate? Uh, You know, those are questions that have to get asked. And it's hard for me to imagine that he's personally packaging up any boxes at all. Uh, There are people to do that. Okay, General Services Administration, I think, is what it's called. They pack you up. Other presidents have been in trouble for this. The uh, Clintons, when they left office, what you have to do is you have to... If you ever go to the presidential library, if you go to the Reagan library or the Nixon library here in town, or uh, you go uh, to any of the other ones, what these places are is they are the national archives, okay? They are most of the time. This is where paperwork, files, anything related to that administration is kept. And then there's a museum about that president's life, and most of the time they're super good, very interesting. But also you get to see gifts that they got from other countries. You get to see uh, amazing artifacts. You get to see some people were wondering why was the FBI apparently allegedly roaming around in uh, Melania's closet with her dresses and stuff. And, you know, what I don't know what they're looking for. But what went through my mind is the interesting thing about her clothes is that it's possible that she took a dress home that doesn't really belong to her. It belongs to the people of the United States that. If people make a donation to or give a gift to the president, if it's not very clear that this is a personal gift, 
then the country owns it, okay, the people, we own it, basically. And so then it gets displayed, it, it's owned then and, and kept by the National Archives, and they might loan it out to different groups and different things like that, but the National Archives display it. That's why if you go to the uh, Reagan Library, for example, you can see Nancy Reagan's dresses, and, and some of those might be her personal dresses, but some of them might have been gifts by designers who want, you know, when when she was in the office, they wanted to have their dress be worn by the first lady. And so it it prevents people who are in that role from having a conflict of interest, okay, from taking income from other sources and gifts. So most of the stuff that's given to you, uh, you have to leave. And when the and then what you have to do, the stuff you take, you have to write it down. You have to write down, this is what I took. The Clintons got in trouble for taking a whole bunch of furniture that wasn't theirs. Like, for real, they took... <laughs> And uh, I mentioned this earlier in the week, but it makes me laugh. Just I don't know why, but they took coffee tables, couches, all kinds of stuff and claimed it was theirs. And uh, the National Archives eventually said, no, it's not. And according to the New York Times, the Clintons reported it was worth about $30,000. But the New York Times says, no, actually it was worth $360,000. And they had to give it back. Uh, So I thought, well, maybe the reason they're in her closet is there's a dress that doesn't really belong to her. And some of the weird stuff that they took, uh, you know, it's probably stuff that you're leaving the White House. And he didn't, you know, it was chaos when he left, too. People, I can imagine people just shoving stuff in boxes. Anyway, it is um, important to realize that the accusations themselves are not conviction, that there has to be a, uh, a process. And, you know, if it's if it's really that serious, then it's going to have to be. I think very, very clear to all of us. It's Open Line Friday. Anything you want to call about, you can call now. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, going to email, you can also email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Uh, Stephanie is asking about, uh, she calls it the Nazarene Creed that I quoted earlier this week. It was the... Uh, uh, Nicene Creed. If you want to Google that, you can just find it. The Nicene Creed is what it is. And uh, I mentioned that I had three different things on my wall earlier this week. And part of it was those things kind of inspire me to remember some things. So I put the creed up on the wall. I know some of you have a problem with the creed. And the creed is not Bible. That's, I, I'm, you know, I come from a Baptist tradition, right? Baptists don't like the creeds for some reason, but because a Baptist didn't write them, I guess. But uh, they're great quick statements of our faith. And you can quibble about different things in them, and that is okay. It's not Bible. But it's something that the church fathers wrote down to try to make the basics of our faith very simple. And I I put that on there because I want to remember that. Uh, And uh, the other two things I had was a scene from Monty Python's Dead Parrot Sketch to remind me to laugh. And uh, Nixon's resignation letter with a part of his speech on there where he says, essentially, uh, you never know how mag- – unless you've been in the deep valleys, unless you've suffered some knocks, unless you've suffered defeat, you never know how magnificent it is. Uh, unless you've been in the lowest valley, you never know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. And it encouraged me because he said that on a terrible day, the day he left after he resigned, and that's how he encouraged his staff. And I thought, how hey, you come up with that on, and say it on what clearly is a horrific day for you? And Nixon recovered, you know, not fully, and, and you know, he'll always be known for Watergate um, and all of that. But, you know, we have failures. We have failures about uh, lots of different things that um, we might think is the end. We might think that we're just done. But the thing is, is all it does is just change our course. It's always a beginning. 
And I like to remember that as much as possible. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. It's Open Line Friday, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And uh, I'll get your calls here in uh, just a moment. And um, you can call about anything today. There's obviously a lot of news and a lot of interesting things going on. And uh, we've kind of off and on been touching on the FBI warrant and what's in there. We haven't got to a lot of that and uh, we'll get to some of that here in just a minute. Let me take uh, this call real quick. Sheila from Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. We've got about a minute, Sheila. Hi, uh, Pastor Farrell. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm listening to you. I was telling the screener, you know, I call this show to listen to the Word of God, you know, and I love your show, and I, I love you. We talk about politics and, you know, what's going on in the world. But I, it sounds like you're taking Donald Trump's side. You know, regardless of what they find in those boxes, uh, they, they shouldn't have been taken there in the first place. If somebody brings some boxes into my house or anything to my house, I know what's in those boxes. I, I know what's, uh, I, I know that somebody brought something in my house that shouldn't be in my house without my permission. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't agree with you taking his side, but, but that's your views. But well, Sheila, I appreciate that very much. And let me try to clarify. I'm not trying to take anybody's side. I do want people to understand that when a president, any president leaves office, that a bunch of stuff gets taken, and and this is not unusual that they have stuff they shouldn't have. What's unusual is that maybe he has some pretty serious stuff that he shouldn't have. Um, he he tried to the president President Trump, uh, you know, accused President Obama of having a whole bunch of stuff, and Obama does, except that Obama has left it in charge of the National Archives. It's not in Obama's house. It's different, okay. right? And. Uh, that's an important distinction that maybe we'll get to a little bit later because the President Trump is wrong to accuse Obama of doing the same thing. Obama's not. Um, so when somebody leaves office, there's a bunch of people hired to pack you up. And what the all I'm saying is that if he's guilty of something, they're going to have to prove that he deliberately took something that he knew he shouldn't do for the intention of doing something bad with it. And if they have that proof, then I hope that comes out and it's really clear to all of us because that'll that would be better than if it's vague. I got to go to a hard break. Sheila, we love you. Thank you for listening to Southern California Live. You're always... I appreciate it. I love your show, and I don't want to stop listening. No, don't stop listening. We love you, Sheila. All right, this is... take care. God bless you. God bless you. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, 888-528-2557. I'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.